Welcome to our very first episode of our podcast, Power On, the Rennhausen podcast. My name is Christian Scheider and sitting across of me is a very special guest, Mr. Wilfried Breuer. Hello, Mr. Breuer. Thanks for joining today. Thank you for spending the time with me. Thanks. Mr. Breuer is managing director since 2019 at MR. Mr. Breuer, you have been in the industry for a very long time. How has the industry changed in the recent years? The electrical power industry has a tremendous change uh, over the last uh, decades. It has gained speed through um, the introduction of renewable energy more than 20 years ago. And with the um, climate goals, it has been accelerating ever since. I remember in my early days as an engineer, it took years for new technology to be accepted, to be tested, to be pilot uh, uh, in pilot applications before it was adopted in larger series. Today, we introduce new cable voltages before the cables even have proved their service in the, in the pilot application um, and even in other solutions. We introduce new wind turbine generations before the previous one had significant operating experience. And this is an unmatched change in the industry. Through the entire industry, we see then the wheel is much more faster than it was in the past. So the, this focus in, in which direction has it shifted nowadays? The main underlying trend and shift is, um, again, out of the climate protection that uh, fossil fuels like coal, petrol, gas are being replaced increasingly by electricity as the main carrier for energy. That has accelerated and scales the market globally and is leading, of course, uh, to new need of solutions as this is not a very easy task. Mm. How does it look like with the shares? Ne? So we're coming out from the power plants. Ne? They were originally designed to transfer the power over transmission lines to distribution grid to, to the consumers. And nowadays we see wind turbines, PV on some roofs. The renewable energy is not generated at the best location close to the uh, load centers. Like in the past, coal-fired and uh, nuclear or gas-fired power stations have been built close to the load centers. So the transmission was relatively short. Renewable energy has to be built where there is the most favorable conditions like good wind, uh, namely offshore wind, mm. or solar, more in the south of our home country, Germany, for instance. Mm. Um, and this is, in average, much much further away from the consumer as the, let's call it, conventional old generation base. Do you know how is the share globally from, from coal, gas, wind? I don't know it globally. I think there are probably good publications by IEE to look at after. Mm -hmm. um, but I know it from this morning for our uh, country, Germany. So we are having a pretty cold winter day today. And mm. so still 50% of the electricity generated and consumed at this moment is based on coal and another 15% based on gas. So even 
this country claims to be already very far, it's still a long way to go to have a full renewable-based electricity generation. So this is a huge challenge and a long way to go. Where do you see personally the, the biggest challenges for the energy industry? The biggest challenge for the uh, electrical energy industry is the load balancing. Um, electrical energy is difficult to be stored. And as we learn in school, the generation has to match the consumption mm. every second or actually every fraction of a second to have a stable grid. Uh, with the introduction of renewables, which are more volatile and intermitting because of the sources from wind and sun, um, we need to find good solutions to still maintain the same level of security of supply as we have been used to for the last years. Um, and uh, that will be the main challenge. So to retain at all time a stable balance mm. uh, with new technical solutions. All right. So storage would be then possible with batteries. Is there any other alternative to, to store it? I see three major um, technologies to solve this challenge. The one is, as you mentioned, storage. Mm -hmm. Battery storage is, uh, is getting uh, more and more affordable and new battery technologies are emerging. But batteries are very good to bridge storage issues over a short period of time. Okay. Taking Germany, for instance, we have a seasonal storage problem. We have an overproduction of solar energy in the summer and we have the peak demand in the wintertime. And for a seasonal storage, we would need another technology like uh, using um, e-fuels or hydrogen mm -hmm. or ammoniac as an intermediate uh, green molecule, mm -hmm. what we then can use in the wintertime to generate the electricity reliably. The third technology um, is uh, intelligent demand side management. You mm -hmm. don't need maybe to charge your car every moment. You can potentially influence this. In my personal opinion, none of the three technologies will solve all the problems. It will need always the combination of all the three and even more technologies which may emerge in the near future. All right. So we have then battery storage, alternatives, hydrogen, as you mentioned, and smart devices that the car is charged when I have, for example, a, a sunny day and less consumption on my house. Okay, very interesting. Do you have an, an interesting insight on an ongoing project that may change the energy landscape where MR is part of? I wouldn't mention now a single project. There are very, uh, a large number of significant projects. Um, I would, for instance, uh, uh, comes to my mind, a uh, big program to harvest wind from the North Sea. Mm -hmm. The North Sea is for Europe a brilliant opportunity because it is relatively shallow. It has uh, a, a very good and reliable wind conditions. And it has major load centers like UK, Benelux, Germany, Denmark um, on uh, as its uh, neighbors. So the energy can be uh, transmitted there. Um, when talking about offshore wind, uh, we talk about cables, long distance cable transmissions at highest voltages. And here, for instance, our subsidiary HiVolt has developed a unique testing system and monitoring system, HiMon, to supervise the operation of these cables and make them even more reliable. Mm -hmm. Other examples for large projects are clearly also um, internationally 
Long distance transmission, for instance, the X-Links project linking solar power from Morocco and Northern Africa to uh, Great Britain mm -hmm. uh, with a planned capacity of 10 gigawatt. Very impressive. Um, or you find these projects driven by the trend for decarbonization globally. And in some way, and that is the strong position of MR, as a power behind power, we are somewhere always involved. That's very interesting. Regarding this cable, I was also reading once a story when I was on the trip that there is a cable plant from Australia to, to Singapore also under undersea cable. Yes, very much the same motivation. As, as with the Morocco-UK yes. link. I think that project shows also the dilemma that uh, very rich and um, countries or states like Singapore mm. cannot reach carbon neutrality on their own territory without uh, curtailing back their energy consumption or de getting deindustrialized. So they need to find this kind of solutions to achieve the political goals agreed on the Paris COP21 conference. These kind of projects are necessary to find solutions to keep Singapore at a high industrial level, but uh, at economic cost and being decarbonized. Yeah, there is also the paper available, especially for Singapore. And in this paper for the energy transition, they talk about best worst case and optimal scenario how how can it shift when such implementations cannot be implemented to do costs or other reasons uh, this is very interesting what's coming for the future every country or region has to find its own answers there is not a uniform solution and um, smr we are globally active and we need to respond to the local demands which are always individual and different mm. there will not be a one fit for all solution um, for the world unfortunately as as managing director of mr to what extent is mr a part of that or researching currently in many ways, um, let me mention, um, I already mentioned the HIMON uh, cable mm -hmm. monitoring um, for long distance high voltage cables. Correct. Um, let me add on the other side um, for distribution networks, um, the small tap changes, VacuTap VPD mm -hmm. range, which is becoming now very popular. Distribution grids have been designed originally for a unidirectional power flow from the transformer to the consumer with many consumers now having their own generation by solar roofs, um, energy flow has become bidirectional in these grids. And uh, the small tap changer helps to control the voltage and uh, facilitates this. Um, mm. And uh, that's uh, one example. Another example is our product and solution range of power quality business mm. um, with active filters, with um, Statcom, We are uh, providing grid compliance for the connection of renewable sources. We provide the right power quality for reliable operation of sensitive factories. Um, so there are numerous um, applications where MR is involved. Other example also from power quality are MSCDNs or metallic switched uh, capacitors with damping networks. They are ideally uh, solutions to replace the um, reactive power control system of a retired uh, conventional generator. 
Mm -hmm. And uh, so MR, besides the tap changer, is involved almost everywhere in the energy transition in the world. So you partially also answered my next question because since a few years, you hear much more often the term MR is more. And my question would be, what exactly does this term more stand yep. for? I have not fully answered your question. That's why I would still highlight the automation business and the service business as what is more at MR. Uh, on the automation business with the embedded transformer operating system, ETHOS, we are really providing a unique solution and with open interfaces to become the leading asset digitalization platform around transformers, enabling a real-life digital twin. Mm -hmm. And um, we see that this has been adopted and very welcomed by the market in ever greater numbers. Other examples are the service business, where we are um, doing more than just tap changer service. We are on a good path become, to become uh, a leading asset manager. So we are not just providing the service, we are also assisting the uh, customer in the state estimation, in uh, repair recommendations, so as a real partner mm -hmm. to the industry. All right. Can you give us maybe one or a few success stories where the where we had challenges to, to give answers to? Yes. Um, building on this example of the service, mm -hmm. uh, value-added service, um, we have a customer, uh, a steel factory in uh, South Africa, mm -hmm. where we are not just servicing the transformer, but we are also monitoring it. We are taking care of it. We analyze the data. And uh, so we provide uh, an, an uh, availability guarantee to the industry instead of uh, getting paid by the performed service. Okay. So um, this is a unique step forward uh, because the customer is ultimately interested of having a reliable power supply for the factory mm -hmm. and uh, not only in a service report. So we take full responsibility there for the quality of our service work. And ensure availability for the customer. Right. We have uh, an availability assurance there, and this project is already running for some years to great satisfaction of the customer and MR. Mm -hmm. Maybe another example which you have on hand? Yes, another example um, uh, going to the automation again uh, would be our collaboration with the transformer manufacturer Guns in Hungary. Mm -hmm. um, Guns has uh, opted for our ethos system, and uh, this helps Guns uh, to differentiate themselves as a leader for digital transformers. And they have adopted this um, in a very successful way. This collaboration is now also already in the second year, and um, it gives uh, the transformer manufacturer differentiation potential mm -hmm. based on our products and solutions. Wow. Is the third one also? There or? Yes, um, that's the interesting part of MR. You can have an endless story of these uh, examples, but let me shift there maybe also to the region of the Middle East. Mm -hmm. We received earlier this year a large order from uh, Kuwait, uh, Ministry of uh, Electric and Water, for uh, servicing a large fleet of transformers. So it is a project uh, covering uh, a lot of transformers in Kuwait, where we are not just responsible with our partner to perform the service at the transformer, but also for the whole logistics, spare part handling, 
because uh, the transformers can only be shut down for a very short period of time mm -hmm. and have to be re-energized. So we have a team in Kuwait, um, a very flexible uh, responding to the um, shutdown availabilities and performing the program in close collaboration with our client. Mm. So it gets everything gets more individual now with the with the power supply we heard before now each country has to find the individual solutions and also customers or the the companies who are supplying them the energy they need individual solutions for their individual needs no? that's why at mr we are on a journey from a product company to a system and solution based company it doesn't mean that we stop producing products but we will go the extra mile to embed our products in customized solutions mm -hmm. to respond to this need for individual solutions by the different users in the world who are facing the challenge of maintaining the grids and decarbonizing the electrical infrastructure. Right. What is MR's vision for the future and how does it contribute to support the energy supply of the future? MR is a very um, a, a long uh, existing company. We have been uh, the inventor or at least the incubator of the onload tap changer 100 years ago here in the city of Regensburg. And we have become a world leader based on this technology. We have maintained throughout the decades uh, a leadership and introduced new technologies like vacuum switching tap changers uh, many years back. And, um, of course, we like to continue this success story and, uh, but not just limited to the tap changer, but also for the broader, uh, portfolio, mm. which we addressed under the MR is more mm. like for power quality, for automation. Our vision is that we enjoy the same market penetration and market position as we have earned on the tap changer also with other parts of our portfolio. Do you have a personal wish or a vision for the energy industry or for the company as well? Of course, I like to see that uh, we succeed um, as a society globally to um, reduce carbon emissions mm -hmm. that we accelerate, but at cost which do not overstress social systems. Mm -hmm. uh, electricity prices are also social elements as everyone is forced to use electricity And therefore, electricity needs to be affordable for the society in all countries. So it's not an easy task. So we cannot always use the most expensive solution. At the same time, we need to be faster because we have experienced the hottest year of records, if we believe the meteorologists mm. and scientists. And therefore, that would be my wish. And of course, for MR, that MR is a leading solution provider in this context that we continue to have a high customer satisfaction because we are only successful for so long time if we have, let's say, satisfied customers. If customers are not satisfied, they take other decisions. So um, maintaining the customer satisfaction is a very high goal by serving the market. Thank you very much, Mr. Breuer, for all that insights also personal insights and wishes you have. Thank you to all our followers who listened to us, who watched us even on, on YouTube with our very first series of our podcast. 
call power on. Thank you so much and stay tuned for the next upcoming series.